0: Good evening, everyone, for this Wednesday, June 14th, 2023. I'm David Atkins.
1: And I'm Michaela Wheeler. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, America's best selling beer has slipped into second place. All on your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Luke Hamilton will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast. The current temperature outside is a cloudy 73 degrees.
0: And now on to our top story. Gray wolves are thriving at Isle Royale National Park five years after they nearly died out. Authorities airlifted 19 mainland wolves to Lake Superior Park to rebuild a population that had fallen to just two, mostly because of inbreeding. A report today by Michigan Technological University scientists say the population had reached 31. Wolves continue preying on moose, but moose are still overpopulated and struggling to find food. Some argue against human intervention in wilderness areas such as Isle Royale. But others say a good balance of wolves and moose are needed, to, needed there to keep the forest healthy.
1: A Detroit area community has banned LGBTQ flags from publicly owned polls. The unanimous vote by the Ham Tramp City Council came during a tense meeting that raised questions about discrimination, religion, and the city's reputation for welcoming newcomers. The council voted to display only certain flags, including the American flag and one that represents the native countries of immigrant residents. More than 40 percent of Hamtramck residents were born in other countries, especially Yemen and Bangladesh. Some members of the All-Muslim Council said the pride flag clashes with the beliefs of some members of their faith. Residents and businesses are free to fly pride flags.
0: After more than two decades as America's best-selling beer, Bud Light has slipped into second place. Mexican lager Modelo Especial overtook Bud Light and U.S. retail dollar sales in the month ending June 3rd, according to Bump-Williams Consulting. Modelo controlled 8.4% of the U.S. grocery market Conve- convenience and liquor store sales, but light fell to 7.3%. It's a milestone in the months-long sales decline Bud Light has experienced since early April when critics vowed to boycott the beer after the company sent a a commemorative can to a transgender influencer. Bud Light's U.S. sales were down 24% in the week ending June 3rd.
1: Coming up, Ohio ban clears House panel. That and more news from across the tri state when New Center 88 returns right after this.
2: And fake Litton throws to the left finds Tyree Brady he breaks out of a tackle at the 35 yard line he's across midfield he's inside the 40 it's a foot race to the end zone can he get there yes he will Tyree Brady wins the foot race a 75 yard touchdown for the thundering herd Lays down a bunt, just barely stays fair. The throw to first, not in time. Crossing the plate is
0: Jordan Cauliflower. A walk-off bunt single from Morgan Zirkle. The Thundering Herd get the win 1-0 to in the bottom of the seventh inning.
2: Minimo with a behind the back dribble, gets around the defender, and a great pass underneath for Mijovic with another great pass. He finds a wide open CJ Burks, and Burks drills the triple. Now, four points off of time, his career high.
0: The worldwide leader in Marshall University sports coverage, the cutting edge sports radio network. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best radio news reporting by the Society of Professional Journalists Mark of Excellence Awards. I'm David Atkins.
1: And I'm Michaela Wheeler. Marshall University faculty are launching an interdisciplinary workshop that examines how art creation and social connection affect aging. Reporter David Atkins has more.
0: The Huntington Foundation and the Marshall University School of Medicine are running a partial art workshop and health study. That examines how group art workshops affect the cognition of older adults and health conditions affected by aging. The clinical name for such a workshop is an art intervention. Assistant professor of psychology at Marshall University and principal investigator for the study, Masatoyama, says that this study aims to fill gaps in existing art intervention research by testing a wide range of health outcomes such as depression, stress, pain, cognitive functioning, loneliness, and social connection.
1: There are some studies providing art therapies in clinical settings focused on people uh, who are experiencing dementia. The result of those studies are kind of mixed and more studies are needed.
0: Participants will attend a workshop for all skill levels where they will be creating a life bouquet. They will first create two-dimensional images influenced by their experience. The images are then brought together in a three-dimensional collage in the form of a wrapped bouquet. Professor of art and member of Marshall's Healthy Aging in Appalachia Committee, Sandra Reed says that the images coming together in the life bouquet is a reflection of the participants. Reed also notes that bouquets, either romantically, platonically, or in memoriam, are traditionally symbolic of strong bonds between individuals.
1: There is mess involved and there is uncertainty involved, but that is also healthy. What the purpose of yours will be, not the first week and not the second and maybe not even the third, but you're finding that and you're asking yourself, what am I thinking about? What is important to me?
0: The Life Bouquet Workshop will occur over six 45-minute workshops and four health assessments. The workshops and health assessments will take place at the Barbersville Senior Center and Cerrito Senior Wellness Center. The study is looking for participants ages 55 and older. The deadline to sign up is Monday, June 26th. For News Center 88, I'm David Atkins.
1: Thanks David. There will be a listening session for the workshop at the Cerrito Senior Wellness Center tomorrow, June 15th at 10 a.m. If you're looking to sign up or if you have more questions, you can email art and at marshall.edu. Once again, you can sign up via the email art at marshall.edu. The deadline to sign up is Monday, june twenty sixth.
0: The Ohio legislative proposal would ban transgender student athletes from participating in girls and women's sports and would prohibit minors from receiving gender affirming care the multifaceted proposal cleared an Ohio House panel today the measure folds together two highly contentious bills in the republican dominated house it would require k12 students schools and universities to designate quote separate teams unquote for male and female sexes it would ban transgender girls from participating on girls sports Additionally, it would prohibit minors from undergoing puberty blockers and other hormone therapies, as well as any gender reassignment surgery. The proposal could head to a full house vote as soon as next week.
1: Coming up next, Wall Street ends mixed. Price hikes may come. That and more news from around the nation when NewsCenter 88 returns. Stay with us.
0: This song is being played on a didgeridoo. A didgeridoo is an instrument made by indigenous Australians. WMUL doesn't have any songs with didgeridoos in them. But what we do have is the Tri-State's largest variety of music, from alternative to hip-hop, jazz to blues, and much more. Plus, our selection is constantly being updated with the latest tunes. So, you know, maybe one day we will have a song with a didgeridoo in it. 88.1 WMUL-FM Welcome back to News Center 88, voted Best Spot News Reporting by the Virginia Associated Press. I'm David
1: Atkins, and I'm Michaela Wheeler. Pennsylvania's plan for rebuilding a collapsed section of Interstate 95 in Philadelphia involves tons of small glass nuggets, each one about an inch wide and light as styrofoam. Governor Josh Shapiro won't say how long it'll take to get traffic flowing again, but he says union crews will work nonstop until the job is done. The plan is to fill the space where a gasoline truck fire destroyed an overpass with 2,000 tons of recycled glass recovered from landfills. Workers will pave over it to reopen the critical East Coast Highway. After that, they'll build another bridge to reroute traffic so they can remove the fill and reopen the underpass.
0: Fox News says it has addressed an on-screen headline that called President Joe Biden a, quote, wannabe dictator, unquote, who sought to have his political rival arrested. Without saying what was done. The Chiron was shown on Fox Monday night beneath a split screen image of former President Donald Trump speaking to supporters live and Biden speaking earlier at the White House. Trump was speaking following his court appearance to plead not guilty on charges of hoarding classified government documents. Biden has said he has no contact with the special prosecutor investigating Trump. PBS had second thoughts about its own on-screen message shown during the speech. CNN and MSNBC didn't air it live.
1: Stocks swung to a mixed close on Wall Street after the Federal Reserve hinted it may raise interest rates two more times this year. The S&P 500 ended less than 0.1% higher today after pinballing from a modest gain before the Fed's announcement to a modest loss just after. The Dow fell 232 points, and the Nasdaq rose 0.4%. The Fed said it would hold rates steady to give more time to see how it full of hikes over the last 15 months is affecting the economy. At the same time, Fed Chair Jerome Powell said underlying trends in inflation are not improving fast enough.
0: Coming up next, Luke Hamilton will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast when new Center 88 returns right after this. you have a cd for any mood you've got everything from rainy day jazz to pure existential angst you've got cds to dance to boogie to shimmy to mosh to and totally rock out to you've got rock rap pop alt pop sub pop hip-hop jazz blues country metal punk and some stuff they don't even have a name for yet but do you have a first aid kit you have the things that make you happy get the things that make you prepared an all hazards emergency preparedness kit can help Ready kits are available at your local retailer. Learn more at ready.gov.
2: Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Luke Hamilton, and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. It is currently a mostly cloudy 73 degrees. The temperature will drop down to 63 degrees at midnight. Tomorrow morning, temperatures will reach down to a low of 57 around 6 a.m. In the afternoon, it will warm back up into the low 80s after a mostly cloudy morning. The sun will peek back out in the evening after hiding behind the clouds in the afternoon. Today in weather history, on June 14, 1989, thunderstorms developing ahead of a cold front produced severe weather from the central Gulf states to the Middle Atlantic Coast region during the day and into the night. There were 62 reports of large hail and damaging winds. Thunderstorm winds caused $28 million of damage in Montgomery County, Maryland. Thank you to Weather4U.com for that information. Currently outside the WMUL studios it's a mostly cloudy 73 degrees. That's your Metro Huntington weather forecast for News Center 88. I'm Luke Hamilton.
0: Thanks Luke. Coming up, berry busting bugs will be barren. Stay with us to find out more right after this on News Center 88. Good day, mates. My name is Dango Mick, and I've come all the way from Australia in search of a creature that's spelled W-M-U-L. I guess it's a woman. It's known only to exist on the Marshall campus, and its boy has been known to induce a dependency on a wide variety of music that only it can supply. Croaky, There it is now, and it's attacking another radio station. Oh, but don't worry, kiddies. It'll be alright. It's only nature.
1: And finally today on News Center 88, new research from North Carolina State University offers some hope to fruit growers who have struggled with a damaging fruit fly. The research published this week in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences describes how the researchers manipulated the insect's DNA so that female offspring would be sterile. Genetically modifying insects as a form of pest control isn't a new idea. Scientists have already released genetically modified mosquitoes, for instance, that mate with the native population to produce offspring that die before adulthood to hold down populations and help combat the spread of insect-borne diseases. But the technology hasn't taken off as widely in agriculture because pesticides have been cheaper and easier to use.
0: And that does it for this summer edition of new Center 88. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University and the Tri-State area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu WMUL. From Michaela Wheeler, Luke Hamilton, Ben Anderson, and the entire New Center 88 team, I'm David Atkins, and your thought of the day is, Choose your life, love your choice. Thomas S. Monson.